Hello and welcome to Everything In Between. We're your hosts, Siobhan and Sam. Thank you for joining us for another week. This week we are going to be short and sweet with it. We definitely want to touch base so you guys knew that we were okay and we're still here. It has just been a crazy week for everyone. I'm sure you guys are dealing with it too. So we'll give you some personal updates on our lives. Um, obviously, we're all dealing with corona right now in the best way that we can. I'm healthy. My family is healthy. But we definitely um, have some you know, people around the fringes of our lives um, that have been affected. Um, I have... A, social acquaintance, if you will, that had passed away from Corona at 30, you know, so that definitely put things into perspective for me because at 35, not that I was going out and doing anything crazy, but I definitely thought I'm young. I don't have to worry about it. Um, and I know it's foolish and silly, but I also saw a few like memes and people talking about like, Hey, black people can't get this. And I'm blood type. Oh, so I was like, you know, I have all these things in my favor, <laughs> you know, I'll be fine. But when you see somebody, um, that is young and healthy and in the prime of their life get knocked down by something, it's always like, okay, this is real. And obviously Sam and I know that this is real and we take it seriously, but it's always about when somebody close to home that it's like, wow, what happened here? Um, also got some just other news in life that's just like, what the hell, man? Um, as far as work, we're still working. Um, what I do is considered an essential service. So we have to go to work. Um, that's just the nature of it. We are switching over to telehealth, but they still want, if people are healthy, for us to go out there and see them. And so, you know, it's definitely a risk. Um, so that's where I am, you know, with my personal updates. What about you, Sam? Uh, I just continue to encourage people to seek the facts on the uh, whole thing. I work with numbers and I know like someone at my job this week was like, I'm getting overwhelmed. And I said, and she works with numbers too. And so I went and I did the numbers for her. And, you know, I was like, okay, New York City has 18 million people, according to some census. And 0.0064% of their population has passed away from Corona. 0.0008% of people in America have passed away from coronavirus. So definitely wanted to put that in perspective for you guys just on, I know that it's like the thing that everyone is talking about right now, but I just want to make sure everyone's going out there, getting the facts, really looking at it from a, um, what do you call like a bird's eye view? And I know it's hard because we don't want anything to happen to our friends and family. But, you know, if we look at it objectively instead of subjectively, perhaps we can get a little bit more uh, sense of, I don't know, balance per se and, and not so afraid of, you know, it affecting your life. You know, there's some really good information out there about it. Uh, 70% of people who have coronavirus don't even know they have it. So that's great and bad at the same time, because we know that, you know, 70% of the population who have this, um, this disease is not going to have any adverse effects from it. 80% of the people who do have symptoms have very mild symptoms. And of course, we know that the 80, 82% of the people who have been diagnosed with Corona have recovered. And that's like a week ago stat. So I'm not, I'm sure it's much better today than it was a week ago. 
Um, so I just, you know, really want to, my, my personal feelings about it is, you know, you, I've had people obviously in my family who have passed away from it, but they were older. They, they fit the trend for the virus. They were older, 90, 80 years old, and they did get it from church. They went to church. The whole church, um, actually ended up, mm -hmm, the whole church ended up like a lot of the older uh, populations at the church ended up having it. And the pastor ended up passing away. Um, my, oh my, gosh. my, my cousin's grandfather, grandmother, aunt and uncle have, um, have it. And the grandmother passed away from it. 94, 84, 89. So they are definitely in that risk population, but that is yeah. likewise with any virus. So I just want to make sure everyone is like, just list, li listening to the facts. Don't listen to people who have no idea what's going on. You know, try to get your sources from someone who actually has a degree in the background, not some news outlet that is like a communication major. So not to knock communication majors or anything like that, but I mean, like everyone has their their abilities. So we just have to kind of consider the sources. So, um, yeah, so that's what I think. And remember, everyone, antibodies are good. If you do get the virus, actually, it's not a, the worst thing in the world because once you get it, you'll never get it again because you have it already. You never lose it. You just build immunity to it. So we do have a lot of people, I believe, out here building an immunity to it, and that's great. And me, from the numbers point of view, I just keep looking at the numbers because like I was telling another friend of mine, I was like, you know, I know how bad data looks and I'm going to be completely honest and it's out there. You know, doctors have said it already. We don't know how many people have it. We are working on bad data right now for so many reasons. And I'm going to tell everyone skewed data because one, we really don't have the um, testing capabilities to see how many people actually do have the disease. And the reagents are limited. So we are only being able to test the people who have the significant um, reactions to the virus. And so that means that the only population that we're actually counting as a positive population are the rich, apparently, and um, those who are very symptomatic. <laughs> those who are you're very right, symptomatic. Right. I'm, I'm being honest, you know. So, um, so those who are very symptomatic and the rich people are the only ones who are really getting tested right now so all the rest of us who may have the virus and don't know it because we're asymptomatic or may have the virus and we thought it was allergies or a cold or something like that we're not being tested so i really think the uh, virus is more spread out than what we know of because of first of all new york if it's got 18 million people and only um i forget how the number of people but they have the most cases 14 but it's still plus. not a lot yeah, it's still not a lot considering they have 18 million people. And I can't believe that to be the right math, you know, considering this is a community spread virus. So there's just a lot of stuff out there. You guys just look at the big picture. I think that's that's what's keeping me calm is I'm looking at the big picture and I'm looking at the numbers and the data and I'm looking at the trends and I'm following the analysis. And I'm thinking this makes sense for the way viruses do attack. Um, our bodies so there's nothing unusual about this particular virus so that's and you know i will say me. too that's like that's definitely right that sam's a number person that's good for her um you know she's very comforted by that and you guys obviously you've been listening for a while you know that i need to know sam's like facts <laughs> my job is very heavily data reliant so that's just how we go but it's interesting because yeah. obviously you guys know i live in jersey so like new york is a hop and skip 
Um, so it's mm-hmm. just crazy. I have a lot of friends that are nurses. I actually have a sorority sister that is a nurse in a hospital in New York City. So it's like when we get our information, we're getting it from the source, which is even different from the news. So it's like when you see this in, you know, your face, you're like, oh my goodness. What I can also say is that I feel like obviously we're all, well, not, we're not all, but you know, we're working from home or we're transitioning to working from home. And I feel like when I'm working and I'm focused on my work and I'm not watching the news or I'm not outside, it feels fine. It's like, okay. But it's like when you go to the supermarket or when you go outside and you see what's going on, it is like, oh my goodness, like this is something real. Like I did a grocery mm-hmm. store run today and we still don't have toilet paper, paper towels, napkins here, no eggs, no cheese, no milk. Like mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. one of the last gallons. There was two gallons of milk left when I went and I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, and I never if- get the last of anything because mm. that's it's the screaming. shit that was probably at the counter for uh-huh. two hours and got put back on it. You know, I never right. get the last of anything. And I don't even but now it's milk. like you better get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're exactly right. So maybe two weeks ago, um, well, not two weeks ago, I guess sometime last week out here, things have been pretty on and popping since the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been like a craze. And I would say that I was kind of late to the party because I'm very much, mm-hmm. you know, like Sam, like this is something that's happening far away and the data is saying that this and, you know, we're going to live our lives. We're going to be fine. And then when they started slowly like shutting things down here, I was like, well, I better go to the market to get something. I'm not going to have anything. And that's what it was. I couldn't even find laundry detergent for the, like the high efficiency washing machine. And so when I went today, I have laundry detergent now, but I was like, let me just grab one because I'm going to run out of it. You know, I just did laundry. I have half a bottle. I'm just like, this is so crazy. Usually I'm the person that's like, oh, you know what? There's like a sip left. So if I turn it upside down the next time I go to do laundry, there'll be enough detergent. It's, it's hive mind. It's hive mind. You know, this is and, and this is what the problem is, I think, too, across America. We have this hive mind right now where if you don't see it, then it must be a reason why everyone's buying the toilet paper. No one knows why. No one can tell me why yes. the, they're, they're buying all the toilet paper. But it seems like when one person saw someone else getting a bunch they got a bunch and they got a bunch and they got you know it just kind of that hive that collective mind that you know how it is like when someone else is running then you start running you don't even know why anyone (laughs) is running to begin you know this is what how i feel right now this is how i feel right then when you get done you know to wherever you are you're you're out of breath you're like what happened i don't know nobody knows you know and it's just like this right now i think is the state of america we're kind of in this pseudo hysteria um and 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 it i think a lot of it is because you know it's it's more emotional and i watched this guy your mom told me to watch siobhan you know who i'm talking about dr (laughs) fred cory i love oh his name is not dr ebert is that the same guy what his name is guys like my mom is on and popping with the coronavirus (laughs) she is like listen you need to clorox everything down wipe your groceries before you put them in the fridge like she's not playing like stay six feet away even from the people that you live in so i could not tell you which doctor my mom told you to listen to because she has told me to listen to a lot of stuff oh i only listen to one this guy dr Corey, and i I like him it's a black guy gives the facts to you yeah black guy and he gives the the facts to you and 
It is because we were both listening to his live on Sunday, and I was like, "Hey, Felicia." Was yeah. he telling people so, to stay the f at home? Yes, yes, <laughs> he was. That's why I like him because like he swears, he he's like he uses ebonics, like he does the whole night. So I'm just like, I like this guy. He was like, y'all need to stay y'all asses at home. That's what y'all need to do. Stop going outside. And I was just like laughing my ass off, right? But here's the thing. This is what he said. And this makes so much sense. He says, there's four legs to public health. One is um, politics, finance, um, people, people's feelings, you know, mm-hmm. the sentiment of the constituents in the community. And then there's science. And he was like, the other three? makes do gets more activity than the one that matters science science <laughs> science is yeah and people are totally ignoring the science and running off of emotions running off of politics running you know what i mean like somehow somehow i see people blaming trump for the virus and i'm like how is this political you know i can you cannot like someone but honestly if i don't like you, i'm not going to blame all of my woes on you like how is trump have anything to do with creation of the corona like why are you blaming him for that like how do you make this political but people can't make anything political and then of course you have the constituents and if the constituents are doing an outcry of save us save us save us it's all brim and gloom from here then you know your 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 um your legal lawmakers are going to react because they want to get reelected they want to be reelected and they don't want the constituents to think that they didn't do something even if they don't even understand what they're doing again this goes back to the people are running nobody knows why and it's just like excuse me for me i'm looking at this and i'm trying to remain objective because if i don't i'll fall into this this wormhole and lord knows they don't need me in the wormhole because i no, can really go don't. down yeah. a dark no we don't you know what i mean like you know me siobhan i want I'm, you spitting your this, numbers and your data I'm and your percentages and yes because i'm just really trying to stay out of this like whatever is happening like i want to i want to look at what's happening in america and i want to really analyze it i mean i not that education goes a long way you know there are some very smart people who have no uh traditional educational experience but for me i i'm not a smart naturally smart person i what i know is because i had to work and learn you know and Mm -hmm. through through the traditional means and i have to and i apply that i try to apply that because i pay so much for it right so i try to apply (laughs) you know (laughs) these skills that i learned use those skills girl yeah to my everyday life you know because you know it it really is like then why did i do all this schooling if i'm just gonna ignore it all ignore everything i learned ignore peer review articles ignore scholar you know ignore all these things i can't do it i don't do i try not to do it unless it's like cancer because that makes because nobody knows like that's the unknown that's why i hate cancer so much Mm -hmm. because that just nobody knows anything about it you know it's like bam i'm here today i wasn't here yesterday but now you got it yes (laughs) yes cancer is just such a like oh right it's such an asshole kind of a thing right and so that will get me in this wormhole but the a virus you know the 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 pattern of a virus is the same for the most part you know it's not bacteria so so i'm just looking at the facts and i'm like okay this makes sense and i also understand why they want us to stay at home i may not understand why we didn't stay at home when we had h1n1 out there i may not understand why we didn't stay at home because we had the actual swine flu out there but whatever i'll follow the rules 
You know what I mean? I think so this I'm is like just so highly contagious <clears throat> and it's just spreading but so But you do fast. realize this has been here since 2019, September. Yeah, Same virus. It's been now. around since September of 2019. Right. But just back to your facts about the data of how it's spreading so bad. Like I said, I live close to that town where the family for their family members have just died. Like it's it's the way that it spreads and like you said the fact that you don't know like you could have it and be a carrier and not even know so i think it's just best that they want people to be at home yeah follow the follow the rules we have to follow the rules and but i just look at it and i'm like this virus same virus it hasn't mutated or anything it has been around since september of 2019 and does i think that was the earliest date back we've got for it and I'm sure it's had the same effect that it is right now then. But there's the, the mind, and I'm not going to get into this because I'm like, I've gotten super philosophical with myself in the last like two weeks, right? Because I have nothing to do. And so I was just looking at this. And I was like, these the are lies. She's working. So we are working. She has things to do. <laughs> this is what she does work, in her like work. fake extra time. <laughs> yeah. And so I just was thinking about how the mind works. There was a movie that came out and it was like, don't say goodbye or something like that. So this lady had cancer. You know what I'm talking about? But they didn't tell no, her. No, I don't know that movie. No, I don't know that movie. Oh, there was, a, I, I forget oh, the name of it. Oh, with all the, like, it was an Asian movie, right? And it was like very, yeah. the long farewell or something or the last yeah, farewell. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they the told her it was farewell. like a wedding or something. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see actually it watch it but i i like the premise of it because it, it's kind of spot on it's it's like it's weird when you find out you have you know like you see people who are you know they have cancer you they find out they have cancer then it's like boom they're gone in 30 days or 60 days or whatever the case may be you know and and so the premise of this movie was let's not tell her and she may live longer you know well, so you sometimes know the mind is so amazing Yes, and that is a perfect segue. Like, so first of all, the more I look over my life, I'm really concerned because I've been surrounded and know so many people that have cancer. But I don't know if I told you, I had a friend, one of my fraternity brothers, that was his exact situation. Ron, great guy, nice guy, young. We were playing tennis. When I tell you we played tennis on Saturday and on Tuesday, he died. Like he'd gone to the hospital at some point in that time, went to the ER, wasn't feeling well. They're like, you have leukemia. And then he just died. Like they told him he had cancer and then he died. And it was just like, what? Like there was no Insane. time to process anything Yeah, because he was, yeah. he, was he was dead. He just literally died. And I just watched Insane on Netflix because that was like, you know, you didn't plan it, but it was a really nice segue into the next topic of how we can kind of like help de-stress ourselves and keep ourselves yeah. calm because the, um, mm-hmm. when you become stressed, cortisol comes into your body, which lowers your immune system, which mm-hmm. is going to make you more likely to get sick or, you know, more susceptible mm-hmm. to catch something. So we want to stay stress-free as much as possible and be positive. Mm-hmm. And there is a documentary on Netflix and we're not getting sponsored by this. It's just something that I watched and it's called heal and it's about that very thing samantha how through the power of our minds and positive thinking Mm -hmm. and just really like focusing Mm -hmm. on things 
people change their bodies. Yeah. And so, again, you guys know Sam yeah. and I are, like, very sciencey. Some of the things <laughs> were far out, but what I liked was they had medical doctors and psychologists, and they had data mm-hmm. to show how mm-hmm. your mind can do things. And one guy, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I read so many clinical trials when I was in grad school. It's like, okay, enough. But he said, if you ever think mm-hmm. about it, right, when you have, like, double-blind studies or whatever, and you give people mm-hmm. placebos, why is mm-hmm. it that sometimes up to 80% of the participants that received a placebo mm-hmm. have the same outcomes as the people that were mm-hmm. actually given, you know, whatever the medicine was, right? Because the in their drug. mind, yeah. mm-hmm, they think they're getting something to help them. And it's like the power mm-hmm. of the mind is healing themselves. And yeah. then just physiologically, mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that word right, but physiologically, the body so. is able to so. heal itself through like... Mm-hmm eating and doing different things and sam Mm -hmm. knows i have some health things Mm -hmm. going on so i'm trying to like pull myself together and do all these i'm trying to be supportive (laughs) when i really want to say go Uh, eat the hamburger yeah oh let me tell you continue i already said i'm on day two of trying to eat healthier and be better for just my overall health. And I was like, you know what? The food I'm eating is good. It has good flavor. But what the F, guys? If I have to eat beans <laughs> one more time, I feel like I'm going to be upset. So I made a really good dinner. I made a black bean salad. It's delicious. But I had beans yesterday and I think I had beans at lunch. So I realized in making my meals for the week, like, I got a lot of recipes from Instagram and the pictures look beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make all of these things. But I realized I have too many bean heavy um, dishes. And so Mm -hmm. just so it makes more sense, I'm trying vegan for the month of, I was going to say February. We're in April. I'm trying vegan for the month of April. So I'm trying to have food that doesn't have meat and dairy. Well, I don't really drink a lot of, I don't drink milk at all. Um, So right now I'm using cashew milk, which I've been having before I started this, which I don't have a problem with it at all. But I'm like, there's got to be another way. And I need to find another way without having soy products. Um, no soy at all for me. So it's been a struggle. But for me, what well, I'm how doing do we get to on this topic. Um, because we were talking about like Ooh, health and we we're talking here? about healing. <laughs> like, because you had mentioned oh. a long farewell <laughs> with a positive thinking. Oh, I, <laughs> and then I said, Oh, I watched a documentary. Oh, there we go. There we go. That had because okay, I, I was trying to that figure out the, the point. Because I was like, Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that, because that's how, how it is. Because about? we're talking about ways that we can help with our stress. So I know like, for example, a lot of people are home and they're snacking all the time. Mm -hmm. So what are you snacking on? Because right, right, like coronavirus is gonna end. We're gonna get off of quarantine Mm -hmm. and we're gonna have Mm -hmm. to go back outside. In the summertime too. In the summertime. So you have to figure all this eating and, okay, all this eating and snacking, like you might legit not fit into your spring and summer clothes if you keep (laughs) going in a direction but also for um you know for stress relief some things that i've been seeing are you can do some deep breathing exercises just exercise in general yoga um i know some people are into essential oils journaling reading just make sure that you're making time to take care of yourself everyone wants to watch tv but don't binge you know make sure you're getting up walking around continue to brush your teeth and shower yourself those are the things that are going to help you feel (laughs) those are the things that are going to help you feel you know like you're you're 
doing something normal human yeah and the other thing too is mindfulness apps and mindfulness Um, there's a lot of mindfulness happening at my job and i don't know if other jobs are doing this as well Mm. but they Mm. started some virtual mindfulness well i nobody is gonna even go there for you they started (laughs) (laughs) they started some mindfulness um luncheon type things at my job so you know i think that some employers just check with their employer and see if they have anything going on to help us with the coping of staying That's at so home nice. um, during this time yeah i love my job my job's freaking awesome and um so i but when i saw that unfortunately i work too much to go to any of these things but when i saw that i thought you know what that is so true we do need to be in the moment this is also something that dr Corey said he was like you need to do your mindfulness he kept saying that over and over he said you need to be in the moment don't get stressed out so do what you can like me is looking at the numbers and i'm like you know what the trend is not trending for the bubonic plague so we're good there um so i like you know like these things make me happy you know like i'm looking at the numbers i'm analyzing the data i'm you know i'm pouring over the i'm like literally pouring over all this data every day i'm doing the calculations in my head and i'm thinking okay not a big jump we're actually decreasing you know i'm doing this math that makes me happy and whatever makes you happy to make you live in the moment so that you can get through it i think you should do it even if it's eating that extra snack okay i don't want you to be overweight and i don't definitely don't want you to um you know put yourself in danger with health but i also don't want us to be so caught up and you know like this is not the time to start changing your whole life like some people i know not you Shivak. i know why you're doing it well with some yeah let's really get my whole life together um <laughs> Yeah, it's trying to put their whole life together in the middle of a crisis. And I'm just like, now is just not the time. And I have, and they'll tell me like, they'll be like, oh, we're doing, I'm doing, I'm going to do all these things. And I said, girl, okay, I'm just trying to be realistic in the moment and, and, and try to do my, my personal best. That's my only goal right now is to do my personal best with this situation and not freak out. And- right. But what I will say is that if you guys are interested in health and fitness, and you know what you can do to get your body in shape during this time next week um we have a guest her name's erica scott and she is a health and fitness Mm -hmm. coach and a personal trainer she is going to be with us to tell us what we can do to take care of our bodies just in general and then maybe during that time i can talk a little bit more about what i'm doing sam can talk about what she's doing because um if you've been with us for any amount no, see, you guys, Sam downplays herself so much. So if you guys have been a listener from the beginning, you know we used to have a health section every week. Sam has been on a health and fitness kick for over a year. She's lost some weight. She's lifting weight. Like, she's such an inspiration um, for, you know, a working mom. Like, she is on it. She does all of the things, and she does them well. So she won't give herself credit. I will give her credit for that. So we are definitely, definitely hoping that you can join us. Um, feel free to send us any questions that you may have. Oh, yeah. And just know that Sam and I are always thinking about you guys. We care about your health. We want you to be safe during this time. And, you know, make sure you're paying attention to your loved ones. You can find us, as always, um, at everything in between on Facebook, EIB underscore 2020 on Instagram, and you can email us at Siobhan and Sam at gmail.com.